We're good? I think so. I didn't see much gain. Oh, there we go. Gain, insane to the mem gain. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Welcome to Something to Scream About. You didn't catch the drift. Hello. This is episode 17. 17. 17. Really? On my left. Yeah, 17. And it's different band members every time. Yeah, <laughs> there's new faces every time on the couch on my left. Zach, uh, roll the dice. Right. Further left. On further left is Cam. Me. Yes. I'm far left politically. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, well, yes. Hello, welcome to the show. This is. Uh, it's. It's been a while. It's been a month. Um, there's been a few changes. Let's go through some housekeeping. 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 Where have we been? Well, we've finally finished the EP. The EP is finished, signed, All sealed, eight delivered. songs down the fork. <laughs> yes, it's oh, been no. um, it's been finally finished. The reduced amount of songs is finally finished. We signed and sealed Mixed and, and delivered. mastered and yeah. sent to labels to be discriminated against. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna come back to us and be like, no, "Yeah, we don't know. Sucks. It might, Pretty it much. might come back positive. It might never come back. So we've got to f- wait and see." Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but anyway, it's done. that's it's done. it's done, and it feels bloody great. Feels really. Good. Um, two singles are in the works. Um, pretty much done as well. Um, yeah. So we'll have. I reckon by the end of the year, we'll have two singles out. Yes. Singles in the area. That's actually written down on my list. Thanks for covering that. Whoops. Um, too early. No, that's good. It's not too early. Premature. Fucking. Reveal. Yes. So new singles now at mixing stage, and then another one on the way. That's what I had written down. Done. Tick that off. Tick it off. Um, We've also got a stack of footage from filming the documentary stage of Mm. the whole thing. So um, from start to finish. Uh, Obviously, if you've listened to the podcast, you'd be aware already that we filmed a lot of it. but if you don't listen to it and this is your first episode, welcome to Something Whoa. to Scream About. Uh, yeah, anyway, we we filmed the whole thing and we're starting to go through the clips and put together the documentary. That's about as far as it's got so far because we're musicians, not video editors. Yeah. So give us some time. It's very candid mobile phone recordings. It's yeah. not like we paid some dude with a nice camera and no. camera angles and lighting and stuff. <laughs> that would like, be really cool. That is the end goal. That it would be the next project now that we're mm. like, remembering that we should do that. Get yeah. camera. So yeah. if anyone wants an internship, just uh, yeah, non-paid. send in to... <laughs> non-paid. Send in to volunteerwork at distortedviews.com. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Not a real website. Also, another person who is missing from the couch is Matt. Matt has sadly left us. Um, couldn't handle the jandal. Couldn't handle the jandal. No, it's just a matter of this is how it is with bands and finding groups and working with people and commitments and balancing all of the things. Sometimes it just doesn't work out. So sad to see you go, Maddie. But just took photos too. Yeah, you know. So just took photos. Now we're back to get the scissors out. <laughs> now we have to Photoshop them out. No. <laughs> no, but no. now we're looking for a guitarist, so we can announce that. I don't know if anyone who is a guitarist is listening to this, but if you're in the Brisbane, Gold Coast, or Sunny Coast areas. Yeah, come on, hit us up, guys. Yep, and keep listening to to this this broken record that we keep asking for a guitarist. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's great news that we're now a solid three, and that ain't gonna change anytime soon unless you kick me out the band. (laughs) That's next week. (laughs) (laughs) That's next podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Next podcast is not here. (laughs) 
moving on quickly to just a couple of things I wanted to talk about that I've um, sort of found out recently that I thought was really interesting. Uh, you know Shazam? Yes. Like the app, for those who don't know, the app on your phone that you press and it just basically listens to whatever you're listening to and can tell you what the song is within a few seconds, right? Most of the time. Pretty crazy technology. Yeah. Um, first random fact about them. Did you know that they started out as a service where you would literally send in a snippet of the song that you, you know, wanted to think, like do before the app and they'd take it away for a couple of days and then all their team would try and figure out what the hell it is and then send the result back to you like a few wow. days later. It <laughs> seems like so hard. Yeah. But like, you know, we used to download one song and it took four hours on our dial-up internet. So Do you remember like things- LimeWire and shit? Yeah, yeah. Virus Wire. Virus Mom, wire. I've ruined the family computer. Try yeah. to download Linkin Park. Know, That's right. You try and download, you know, like a song or a movie and then halfway through you realize it's the wrong one or it's like and not CDs. good quality or… Yeah. So… Basically, yeah, they started out like that. But now, Apple, being the giant tech conglomerate that they are with all-reaching arms, has bought Shazam. And now you can ask Siri what song this is and Siri will tell you what song it is. And it will then bring it up for you in Apple Music, the convenient, of nice course. channel down Apple into Apple Music. music. So I love Apple Music. I'm su- honestly, I'm surprised that they hadn't done it sooner because that just seems like the most obvious thing. I thought they were just going to do their own thing, but obviously they didn't know the technology and they just kind of stole Shazam's idea. But I thought that was a pretty um, interesting bit of news because I now type. can ask that because I, I can't be bothered with Shazam sometimes. So... I know it's, it's, easy. Sh- it's crazy that sh- that Shazam thing can even like use an AI. I was su- I would assume it's an AI that listens yeah. to the audio file. It'd be the same. I think it'd be the same technology that is used for copyright. But so instead of having like an actual lawyer have to manually like take their time to listen to a song, they usually go through like an AI that'll listen to like uh, copyright snippets of audio when like like you know might even happen in this podcast later on when you see what we're doing. Um, but like it'll play it and then if it's got copyright on it it'll be like hey this song's copyrighted by this label or whatever it's probably the same technology that's right? very true it's and be. which How doesn't even do I don't know well, YouTube's is amazing it's YouTube content will ID like, yeah well like mm. like slice that straight away like yeah so I don't see why not that seems like the type of technology they'd use um, but yeah, that go. was a that was an interesting one. Um, another thing that uh, I keep getting excited for because I keep seeing the tickets up on my shelf is Good Things Festival. Oh, at the I'm end so of the keen. <laughs> We're all going to that, right? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. still got to give you money for that. Okay. Yeah, we'll November. But anyway, that's gonna be sick. It's gonna be sick because not only is you know Bringing the Horizon and you know oh, a couple of other sort of tones, man. relevant bands, but yeah, like things like. People like Deftones coming back and Gojira. I'm going to like try and literally pace myself for that because I actually want to genuinely like… like (laughs) Remember the night. From the last podcast, you you guys would know if you listened to the Eden's Hill one. Like, yeah. Like these are bands that I would actually genuinely like to fucking see. So I'm definitely not going to get wrecked for this. As opposed to North Lane who you still definitely want to see as well. But Yeah. I I saw North Lane but I didn't see North Lane if you get my drift. Yeah. I was there but I wasn't there. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. I just thought that it's such a massive festival and it's cool to see international bands coming and actually putting Australia in again because we were being missed out for a long time due to how much 
it was costing festivals to fly guys yeah. out here. Um, this is before, you know, all the garbage going on, but they would actually have to fork out, especially things like two-day festivals where you've got not only one day of artists, but a whole another day of artists, which is double the money expenditure. But guys are only paying an extra 50 bucks on a ticket. So it's rather than $120 day one, it's $160 two-day festival. And they're only making a little bit extra money. But yeah, they're starting to bring in some big bands. Can't imagine what their fees would be like for that festival. It'd be absolutely yeah. insane. It's been like three years since Bring Me's come back. So yeah. And I'm keen to see that. that was my first ever uh, concert. That's so, so what do you cool. Reckon, what hotels do you reckon they're standard? I'm just talking off the fly here. Because now I'm just like, when, as when I was just a fan and not in a band myself, that doesn't even cross my mind. Yeah. Like, oh, they're coming to Brisbane. Cool. We'll watch them play. But now that I'm in a band and I'm like it's trying like, to do touring, I'm like, they're going to be staying somewhere. Like, where can we throw our USB through <laughs> the window? <laughs> just like yeah. throw it through. Listen like, to our band, man. Get one of those t-shirt cannons, but it's just shooting mixtapes. <laughs> like, I'm through. down to like elbow through all the 14-year-old f- girls to get to Ollie Sykes just to <laughs> oh, give him our music. Honestly. Follow, like, if we follow their socials, you could probably like use the background, like, uh, mon, 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 what's it called? Is it a monument? What's the architecture that you see in the background? Whatever that word is. They, oh, yeah, like for their backdrops and stuff. No, no, no. Like how, like, if he's filming himself on a balcony, he's like, oh, hey, you can tell, yeah. like, oh, that's that building. That's next to this train station. That's where he's in that apartment. <laughs> Just full stalking. Actually, <laughs> triangulate everything. That's a great idea. Oh, fuck. Oh, that'd be that'd be sick. Like, oh, I, I, I doubt that they'd be. Oh, they might be sleeping in the van, oh, in the trucks. Depends how much money you're making. Well, I just mean, think you, about them. They just headlined Reading and Leeds, um, which is one of the most massivest festivals in England. And their set design and you know pyro and all of the above is you know seven or eight truckloads. That on their tour bus, and they just go. Well, there's one one bus for them, one bus for you know, the crew, one for the pyro. You have to be getting the, paid so much money to cover all those expenses. That's that's exactly my point about how much it's costing to get all these massive bands and their whole tour rigs yeah. out to Australia in hotels, expensive hotels that, with uh, all their gear and everything. So that would be that um, like how many tickets would be on sale would have to be thousands. Like they'd be, it must be a massive, massive show we're going to. Where's it at? Showgrounds, uh, I think. Is. Yeah, that's the that massive hill, right? Like in yeah. the city somewhere. It's like yeah, a yeah. freaking massive. Yeah, it's where they hold the Echo. Yeah. Um. So it is massive, and you know they might sell one hundred and fifty thousand tickets. Woo! Yeah. Times one fifty or whatever it is. I heard the sort of users playing on that. So oh, <laughs> but no <laughs> Yeah. Just rock up there with this DJ's press play. Yeah, plug out. Fuck, I'll play our shit. In. I'll go to the fucking all the portal by potty. What are the fuck are they called? The toilets. Portalies. Those ones. That's a great and just idea. Just have like a speaker, just playing like <laughs> distorted views. Let's it's- get stickers done with a QR code on it, and then all you have to say is, "This is the best song you've ever heard." Arrow, <laughs> and it's a QR code, and people at the festival will scan it, and it will go to our music. Done. Done. If we get any fans from that festival, you'll think it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> it's right. a beautiful idea. If we get arrested for putting stickers everywhere, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't my idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so that, that'll be fun at the end of the year. Um, but that's after I go away for a month. Yay. And, and as, as you can see, we're dropping like flies around here. So 
the next thing we need is someone else to disappear for a month and productivity levels are going to soar. So I thought maybe I could just sort of brainstorm with you guys now how we might adapt to one member, a few members or whatever, going on tour, going away, whatever life happens. You just have to figure out the time zone would be the first one. So if you're in UK, you'd just work out UK to Australian time zone and when you can talk to me, when I can talk to you ahead of time. And then we'd probably just have like sort of, you know, Zoom catch up. Yeah, you bring in your laptop. Yeah. Yeah. See, the, the good thing about today's technology is that majority of stuff is on this little computer that you bring around. Like, if my computer ever got caught in a fire and blew up, like, I'm, that's it. Game yeah. over. I'm starting yeah. from scratch. Like, True. you know, I really should get a backup hard drive. <laughs> Write that down. I still haven't done it. <laughs> um, but we got that technology to be able to just go back and forth. So I think, regards to like people, you know, life getting in the way and commitments and whether it be a holiday or whether you might just be, you know, going away for work or whatever. There's no reason to have to put everything on hold like music-wise. If you guys are committed, you just have to sort of be a bit organized and just be like, okay, well, I'll be in this time zone. So that's like what, nine o'clock for me might be, you know, six o'clock for you, whatever the time zone difference may be. It's just a little bit more organization. Yeah, you just, but it's not like impossible. Leaving. It's a tiny bit more organization. It's It's not that much. You just have to figure out what time zone you're in, how many hours behind or ahead you are, and and then home. homework. I think I think I think homework's always a big, um, a really good thing too. Like so that's what we've been doing for freaking over a year now, and it just it works, man. It's just everyone goes, oh, Zach, these are your lyrics, bro. This is here's the backing track. Is there anything you need from us? And you'll be like, yeah, dude, I need the instrumental with cams like flow or whatever on it, and then an instrumental without cams so you could do a cover at home. Bang! Then that's your homework, and yeah. be like, "All right, Cam, you gotta, you gotta, you know, mix this riff or re-record the guitars for that, or do this, and then you might have drum MIDI to do or whatever it is." It's like knowing having things set in advance on a on a either on a whiteboard like we have over there, or just like on a notepad somewhere. Like it helps, man, because it constantly gives everyone the direction of what they need to be doing and where we're going. And it yeah. stops things from becoming so like, yeah, man, you know, we'll just hang out, man. Like, you know, whatever. Like, and, and if you guys follow or in bands, listen to this, you know yeah. that it's freaking like that. So many people just want to hang out yeah. and just sort of play around and it's not. And we're for that too. We're all for people hanging out and having fun. Yeah. We're, Once the we're music's team. done. <laughs> but, you know, we've got to work here too. Like, we've got to work hard. We've got to practice. And yeah, do that's our right. Stuff. Yeah. But, you're not here to just be miserable either. You've got to have fun. That's right. Um, it's a balance it's a of both. It's a balance of both sides. Like, and most people can't handle it when it gets a bit businessy or a bit fucking like, come on, let's go. Like you got to learn that part and people yeah. tend to break under that pressure. But well, then it's yeah. also like, do you want to just play around in the bedroom no. fucking for years at a time or do you want to go try and tour, tour play at this damn festival that we've got at the end of the year? Yeah, This, is, right. this is what you want to, got to do to get there, man. Woo! <laughs> that's very true. I think like if if you do wait until rehearsals when you're all together just to get anything done, you're never going to move as fast as if everyone's kind of doing all these things. There's so many hours time. in the day, man. There's so many. And like the biggest thing I think people mistake it in as well is that you have to put in hours and hours of work in one block. If you put in half an hour, but it's every day, you know, that's going to half an hour, then it's an hour, then it's an hour and a half, then it's two hours. And mm. by the end of the week, you've put in three, four hours worth of solid work, you know, instead of just waiting all the way until 
you play and then it's like you only get like one hour of solid work and then you're holding everyone else back because you're not up to yeah, standard or something. I, I do a similar routine where in the drive home and drive back, I'll do, you know, 10 minutes of practice. And then if I really, uh, I memorize songs by doing my own cover of it, which I've explained to you yeah. before. Um, I'll go practice it, listen to it, hear it, understand it. So I have a rhythm of it. Then I'll go home, actually make a cover myself, uh, which most people probably wouldn't like to do because it's a lot of work. I enjoy it and that's why I do it. Um, And it also, you know, it makes me able to listen to it and hear it and understand. Yeah, hearing it back is huge too. And it's my own voice as well. I understand my own voice and what I'm saying. That was Um, one of the things I learned with rapping was like, you think you got this rap flow in your head and then you record it and you go, oh, shit, that sounded like nothing to what yeah. I thought it sounded like. And then you got to rework it a bit. And, and I think it's just same your own voice screams. as well. Like, I think hearing yourself do it is different. But as far as, the, you know, if someone's away, it's just a matter of a little bit more routine and a little bit more um, organization. Yeah. There's not much more difference to what you're doing here. Yeah, um, you'd find to time face. too, man. Like you'd be in, you'll be in fucking, you know, where are you going again? UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UK, so like, Europe. let's you know, let's say you're seeing family over there or whatever you're doing, and then you might go to bed at, you know, not go to bed, but you know, you might be like chilling in the hotel room or wherever you're at at like nine o'clock at night. You've like you've gone out and had dinner, and you've done your things. You might just have like forty five minutes before you go to bed. You just wipe up, wipe, yeah. open up the laptops. That's exactly a bit, it. Like, yeah, it's just down to discipline, discipline for myself as well, and yeah. yeah, and just getting, you know, getting that time in. I'll be doing obviously little bits of practice. I'm taking sticks and just kind of, you know, keeping my hands moving and doing That's stuff. All it takes as well. Um, and then yeah, just kind of catching up with you guys each week and seeing where we're at, what needs doing, what you need from me, and kind of go from there. I reckon. Done. That sounds sick. Next topic. <laughs> well, we're moving on to our main topic, actually, um, which is basically our favorite parts or our favorite bits in songs from metal songs that we really like and stuff that we really kind of catches our attention for whatever reason. Um, it could, I was thinking more specifically with guitar riffs, um, but, you know, obviously being a drummer, I listen a lot for the drum parts as well. So I think. The combination of everything makes a part really There's a sick. lot of riffs that I like that the only reason why, not the only reason, but like a big part of the reason why I like the riff is because the drums complement the riff so much. Yeah. Like a song I was going to include on this, but we're only, we're only picking two each. But if I had to put the third one on, it's a Wage War one. And they, uh, the way the drums are set with the accents on the way the riff's changing its like power chord notes, it's yeah. like, it's, it makes, it just the riff and the drums slap together. They're like glue, and it's like that's what makes it bounce. I for totally me. agree. Yeah, so and that's and I think that's kind of what I mean with the concept of favorite part. Um, so yeah, I'd basically ask these guys to pick two parts um, from different songs that they thought were sick, and just to have a think about why they are, and then we'll just go play a couple and sort of let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get this bread. Let's get it. Well, um, you're up first, Zachy boy. You've got uh, the first one. Let's listen to it. It's from North Lane. North Lane. Obsidian album. And it's called Obsidian. Yeah, so the Obsidian <laughs> song. We'll play it. We'll listen to it and then you can explain it.
Yes, 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 that, yes. That, the drums in that is so just oh. like… You're like, there's the snet. Wait, no, it isn't. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. so beautiful, man. Um, the best way I can explain it is… Um, Northline just have such an experimental taste or sound. Um, to me, that is like the most like traditional metal sound that they've done in that album uh, specifically. And it's very reminiscent to my favorite song of theirs, which is Talking Heads. Yeah. And they, to me, just sounded like they used very similar tuning or tones um, to that. But I just love how hard-hitting it sounds. Mm. Um, Not necessarily the drums, but the guitar riff, it just hits hard. But like you said, the the drums uh, complement it. Yeah, they really Um, do. Marcus' voice, his his lower sound um, is awesome too. Um, yeah, Powerful it's just an insane song. It it makes you just go like the stained face. It really does. It's it's one of those ones, and every time I hear it without failure, I just I mosh almost mm. in the car. I'm just like, mm, I think for fuck. me, like sort of breaking it down a little bit, what makes it so heavy is from a timing point of view, it's like a, it's a three over four, three over two it's thing. It's such a complicated. A one, two, three, yeah. one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, that a, kind of it's feel. But it's like, riff. it's like straight time though as well. Yeah. It's like, so it's the three over two. So you're doing six, six notes kind of over your four beat space. Mm. Um, and you know, they're playing around with that kind of rhythm, but that's the, that's the feel of it. I just like the, comp- like, it's not complicated, but it sounds like just different. To yeah. What they do. Cause it's, it gives it the dotted yeah, note. Yeah, I like I like how they do uh, the way that they mix the guitars is very like they make it seem like a respace. It's Mm. like Mm. like if you if if you had taken the EDM aspect out of it, it sort of sounds like a respace going like, Mm. but then they actually play that with the guitars like bam, but dump dump bam, dump dump. It's like oh shit! It's like. I don't know. It's like they've heard EDM and gone, oh, I'll just play that with an actual instrument. It's got movement. A lot of EDM it's bases like have movement. Yeah, like, it's like wow, and yeah, sliding. And they I've, do a lot of bends with the notes, as, like with yeah. the strings as well to make it go it's, it's cool. I've heard that song live too. And oh my God. Is it, the crowd just go insane? I've probably heard it live. I just they don't didn't remember. play it. They didn't play it at full tilt. Um, oh, there you go. They played it on their Obsidian tour. That's so sick. Uh, this com- oh, this guy was at full tilt, <laughs> and he wasn't in the band yet. No, how cool is that? We were also at full tilt. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, future band member was just in the crowd. <laughs> Copped an elbow now. from us. No. <laughs> Let's listen to it again one more time, and just kind of listen back to what we were saying about those elements. Why is it not playing? I mean, there's a little like. There we Second go. gap. Okay. Maybe. It's because it's a Mac. <laughs> Maybe play. Let's go to the next one. Yeah. yeah. Disobey. We only need once. Oh, here we go. Woo! Filth. Thrash. <laughs> that is just pure filth. The energy in that song, it's. Who is it? Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. So it's that song called Disobey. They're such a good band. Um, they have, they're mainly a metalcore band, but they have songs that are just elements of just pure, just hellish deathcore. Like that. Themes. And that song is just pure evil. Um, I just love the fast energy. Um, you know, it's a mosh song. 
Um, it makes people just want to go into all the deaths, circle pits, everything. Um, the drums are just insane, the blast beats. Um, the riff isn't that crazy, but it's just low. The tuning's low. Um, it follows the drum riff, makes it like a like a party almost element yeah. to it, but it's just pure, just evil. Um, <laughs> I, I love Crystal Lake, man. Um, they, they've just got some awesome stuff, but that song just stands out to me. Uh, just with the elements of heavy. <laughs> They're crazy live too. I don't even know how they play so technical because they like literally jump, spin, kick their legs in the air, but they're playing like really technical riffs. I'm like, how are you doing that and moving yeah, like that? It's had, so impressive. I had a great opportunity to see them when they uh, toured with Polaris um, in 2019. Wow. Um, just before COVID. Um, it was it was insane. He, he jumped off the balcony, um, Rio, the vocalist, and he just gets into the crowd. He does not care. He just no, he no. loves to have fun as well as play. Take note, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> not jumping off any balconies. Maybe. <laughs> You're dropping on a skateboard. Of the- <laughs> oh, insane. yes. Skateboarding. Um, Sweet. That one's cool. Yeah, I like that one. Um, simply just for the fact that it's matching up all the 16th notes, low tones, low vocals. Smashing out. It's like a button smash, really. It's like, ah, just smash out all the buttons yep. as much as you can. Every move. Um, okay, my one's next. Um, the first one is Born of Osiris from Poster Child. Um, one of the drops about halfway through, I think. So it comes in after the chorus. Yeah, <laughs> it so, reminds me of the propaganda uh, thirteen zero that we play. they're way better. But yeah, for me, man, like I think there's a few elements that really make that riff and the whole section for me. First of all, is dynamics. So coming out of that chorus and coming into that really sort of sucked out guitar sound that's like you can hear the riff coming yeah the radio radioed out pre-visioning the next section and then it comes in this big sweep and hits hard with the with the drop that's cool like dynamic change between really really tightly on the grid too which is it's just sounds so cool when it's yeah. just like that, that, yeah these guys are one of those Morse bands code. that are very much so like produced and heavy and on the beat and on the grid like that's all good um, it does. sounds sick but also those uh, you know sort of little runs of five or six notes or fours. And when they go, you know, the diddles and stuff is what I call it. They've just got heaps of these that still fit on the offbeat, but give it that bouncy feel. Yeah, he's got. It, they're doing that. Um, they've got enough, re- what's the word? like repeating. Repetition. Repetition in it to give it the repetitive like vibe for the dent, 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 dent. We just keep repeating the same notes, but they're still throwing in the little like, Riffs and runs at the end, like it was like dun, 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 and like right before it looped back around. So it wasn't like there yeah. was like zero thirteen and only on zero thirteen. Like they were like they were like pushing, uh, putting in other notes in between as well, which yeah. I thought was really sick. So it gives it that bit of like dynamics as well. I would say, 
Yeah, That's I agree. Our, um, one of my favorites definitely slaps that one. Um, second one for me is from Avenged Sevenfold, a fair few years ago now. Uh, this song is called Scream and has a sort of scream intro and then drops into this. Um, I'll give you a brief as to why I like it first is because I'm a drummer and this is a really hard drum beat to play and that's kind of the main reason. But the the sort of funkiness to it with the guitars coming in and then coming back out again as stabs really kind of works for me. And I think it's kind of our style too. Yeah, so sick. Obviously, like you know, there's these guitar runs in there that are sick, and it sounds like the guitars are talking. That's the yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like saying something. Yeah, it's like it's the guitars talking to you, and it's um, it's cool. It's, it's yeah, unique. call it's and different. response, and and kind of just dual guitars. I mean, they have two guitarists in the band, so that's their call and response. They go dun 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 together and do a run. Be nice. <laughs> I love nice. to have dual guitars. <laughs> I'm just um, gonna have my guitar left hand and my guitar right hand, just trying to play two different parts. Yeah, that's right. Um, but in that song as well, like the the drums and the kick drum pattern is matching the bass, so. In our songs, like we've done it a couple of times where it's just sort of cuts to bass and drums and has these guitar hits in it. And that sort of really reminds me of that element. Uh, so really love that one. Cam? Sick. You've got some two examples. I don't know which one's which, but you're going to have to tell me what it is just afterwards. Just play it and I'll talk about it afterwards. Just play it. Ah! It's, just like, it's just like a scream. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. There it is. So you can obviously tell where my influence comes from with the, <laughs> new, oh, the new riffs that aren't even released yet, but that's uh, very similar to the new stuff I've been playing on guitar. Um, yeah, so many reasons, man. So that's obviously a Thornhill track and it's like, I like it because it's very 90s new metal bouncy. It gives me Limp Biscuit break stuff type vibes. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Yeah. And then you're just like jumping. But then they're throwing in these, what I would call gent. You can call it whatever you want, metalcore, prog metal, freaking whatever. But I I just put it under gent as a blanket term of the like the high octave where you play the root note open and then you go 12 semitones up and then you do the the hammer on, hammer off and sort of go up and down the scale. Um, and then you go straight back down to the lowest open and then you play play that with palm mutes. Then the harmonic as well. And you're just throwing in all these techniques that by themselves are easy techniques, but when you play them back to back to back to back, it just gives the riff so much dynamics and different and different. I don't know you got the same. It's the same thing as almost like the riff that you played. It's like the yeah, different the, textures and sort of yeah, elements that make thing, it make it something cool. Yeah, it's just yeah the 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 rhythm of the bounce. And just like, oh, Thornhill so. tend to have that very adventurous, like, um, sound to it, too. Like, yeah, if you've listened to their Dark Boy album, 
it's very curious to me mm. with all the ambient sounds and the so much layering and is, stuff. It's sick. It's so sick, but it, it may it makes you like feel an emotion of question. Like it may, makes you want to raise a question. They're very like, atmospheric. Are they, what are they searching or what yeah. are they talking about? It's it's just the the skill they have to do that. Um, especially for me, yeah, to make me feel that way. They do it's, a lot of layering, crazy. layering atmospheric stuff. Like you hear even their acapellas. If you they release the acapellas on YouTube, and it's yeah. like holy crap! Like the acapella themselves is. A song within itself, like the way that uh, the the f- song uh, the vocals fade in and then fade out, and they have these really long tails. So almost, like, I re- I wouldn't be surprised if they put one of their layers through an actual guitar pedal, like a vocal yeah. through a guitar distortion pedal, pedal or something. See, yeah, just to yeah. see what it does. I think there's like a space pedal or something you can get on the guitar that that like makes a really ambient stuff. It's probably been run through one of those, but yeah. So that's that. That's just. My sort of style, new metal vibe. The next song's new metal worlds. Oh, oh no! Well. I want to just touch on that song quickly. Um, what I really like about that, listening to it, because you know, I don't know that song hugely well. I've heard it before, but that riff is constantly changing as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have the sort of feel to it, and then when you think it's going to repeat, it changes direction. I reckon I'm going to play it one more time so you can just if listen for that. Comes ready. Yes. Yes. Twelve so, yeah. and thirteen and zero, baby. That's that's what I meant. <laughs> like the second time around, it just goes into this bit that you're not expecting. Um, very cool. So next one, do you know what the next one's called? Who it's by? Yeah, it's corn. Play it. <laughs> Walking away from me. <laughs> Great Something song. Takes a part of me. <laughs> so, <laughs> just what I grew up on, really. Um, that sort of stuff, man. Just. I don't know. It's like the, again, the octave stuff, just, you know, and then dissonant notes. And um, again, for me, I was a like dancer growing up, um, you know, ever since I was a kid, just hip hop dancing, break dancing, all that stuff. So I think movement for me is really important. Like, can I dance to this? Can I jump and bounce and groove to it? It's like, that's why my rapping is so like, like I I like to rap really like sporadically and staccato-y and like the pauses and the stops. I think that's why Gent is really, um, you know, fascinating to me is, and you know, new metal, just bouncy, just stuff you can jump to and dance to. So that's why that riff sticks out to me. That's awesome, man. Um, well, sort of to, yeah, to sort of round that all off, I guess, like, with all of these different elements, like, they're all coming from different tastes. And as you can see, we all have different interests and and uh, influences that have come in through all of this music and parts that we find cool. And, you know, we might not find each other's ones cool, even though all of that was sick. Um, bringing that together and then being able to kind of choose all of these elements and creatively put them into a place to work for a riff is 
quite challenging. So when it's done right, it's cool to be able to highlight and kind of go through what makes these riffs really cool. And then as you do, I know Cam, take those elements and then develop them into our own sound and yeah, our own way of doing things. So It's bad. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it would be a cool little exercise to kind of show off some parts. Of it definitely showed. Like. like even though that was riffs and, and it was all metal and it was all the same genre, I think just – what we picked, not knowing what each other was going to pick, like that's pretty sick. Because I, it's like it just like even the song you picked the, you know, do 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 do. This is such a Jordan thing. Like, it's just such a like you know, like it just makes sense. And mine's like predictable of me, and then yeah. and Zach's predictable of him too. Mine's very like, predictable. It's so just like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's cool though. Like we all are in the same genre, but for slightly different reasons, almost like it's yeah. Sick. For sure. Um, so yeah, hopefully that was helpful. If you enjoyed the episode, share it around, leave us a review, do all the good stuff. It helps us out. If you're a guitarist, join the band. <laughs> join the band. And on that note, thank you very much. Uh, See bye you next guys. time. Bye. 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 bye.